Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Strange, master of the mystic arts. Sorry I'm late, but the traffic on the astral plane was unbelievable. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of February 28th, 2021. This is episode 124. Disney Marvels is a show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So, the poll I did for this past week was on your favorite sports movie that Disney has put out. What is your favorite Disney? And there's been many of them. Million Dollar Arm, Invincible, uh, Cool Runnings. It, so There's been a lot. Mighty Ducks. So the three Mighty Duck movies. And then some. So what was your favorite? Angels in the Outfield, even. Wow. Thinking back there. Um, so the ones I put up. I put up safety because last week I talked about safety. I also did remember the Titans. Another a big popular one that I did a review on not too long ago. Cool Runnings. Or I put Other because there are so many. And I gave people the option to put list their, uh, the other ones. Well, of the people that voted for Other, that was 20% of the people who voted. No one put what their... <laughs> no one left a comment on what the, that other one is. So we'll just have to assume something other than the ones I listed. 20% also voted for Remember the Titans as being their favorite. So it was a tie there. And coming in with a whopping 60%. So taking the lion's share was cool runnings. Senka Coffee and, and all of them. Ah, I love that movie. Um, fantastic, fantastic film. And as, as a side note, whenever I saw it, the air conditioning, I think, was broken in the the theater that we went to see it in. So it was nice and cold when we went to see it. How appropriate. But, yeah, fabulous, well done movie. I enjoy all of them. I enjoyed all of them. So that is the poll for this week. This is going to be a two-parter episode. Part one is today. And then next week you get part two. And then following that up, you'll get whatever we do next. But uh, just to warn you, you, this is going to be a two-part, so at one point it will drop off, and I'll I'll lead into part two uh, for next week. Until then, we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors. Hey guys, it's Kyler Pope from the Disney Theme Park Show The Second. I just wanted to tell you about my great podcast, the Disney Theme Park Show The Second, where I talk to wonderful guests such as Matthew Gregan about all things Disney. I am available... On Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public as of now. And I hope you guys have a magical day. And now, on with the show. Recently, Kevin Feige gave a speech about some of the projects and some of the things that he's working on at Marvel, particularly having to do with Disney Plus. And with telling us so much and nothing at the same time, I had to bring in Kevin Feige's next door neighbors, best friends, cousins, uncles, relatives, roommate, 
Isaac, <laughs> how are you doing? Because you are the man who's always got his pulse. You you brought this to my attention that Feige uh, had this uh, interview to gave you know talking about some of the stuff that's going on, and um, there's no one that I, I could really think of better than Feige himself to talk about this with. So Isaac, how are you doing? Thank you for coming as always. Hey, um, thank you for that introduction. I might not have the same connections as Michael Pena's character versus Louise Louise, but at the same time, but you know, I do try to keep my foot to the ear of what's ever happening in terms of film and the MCU. So thank you. So for there that. was a guy wherever, you know, he came over here and uh, tell me about the guy. <laughs> Yeah, he was a guy who knew the guy. I didn't knew I knew a dude who knew a dude who knew a dude. But um, have you did you see the meme out there that someone posted? Uh, I don't know if you maybe I sent it to you. That had John uh, uh, Woo's character. So imagine the guy that he's protecting in witness protection program is Lewis. Oh my god! And uh, he has to explain Endgame to everybody. Oh jeez, that'd be crazy. Oh my god. Wasn't there like a pitch to try to get Michael Pena's Lewis Lewis character to explain the events of Endgame, uh, to explain the events of Affinity War, the entire saga uh, before Endgame? I think there was a pitch for that for a while, but uh, unfortunately DC never really went, uh, I'm sorry, Marvel never really, really went for that. Blasphemy. So. Yes, yeah. no, that, I think they Marvel should do something like um, like in Frozen 2 where they had Olaf recap Frozen 1. And then, I think that's at, wanted, yes. and then at the end of Frozen 2, he recaps Frozen 2. Yeah. <laughs> so you should have Pena's character recap. You know, especially at the end of Endgame. Well, I mean, the note that Endgame ended on, you you couldn't you couldn't move you couldn't put that kind of cap on it, but you should have done it. You could have done it at the end of well, no, even at the end of Spider-Man with how that ended. Uh, far from home, it wouldn't have fit in there. No, I guess not. I guess not. But uh, but anyhow, they, they, they got to do it though. They even like a, as a um, bring back the 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 one off. Yeah, that'd be great. You could, they could do it in a one off or a cute thing for Disney Plus, where they, where he could just hire him just to recount everything, and I think that'd be a cool thing for the fans and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, it's a it's a news catching up segment. Um, <laughs> even though I don't think we ever finished up the the marketing report from yeah. the first day on all the Disney stuff that was going on then, but that's old news now. Yep. Um, let's start off. Before we really dig into Eisner's uh, reading between the lines uh, information, WandaVision, um, we're, we're down to one episode. Yes, Maybe. we are. And uh, I, I haven't gotten your take on it. So, um, listeners want to know, what does Isaac think of WandaVision? Wow, that's a, that's a lot. What does what do I think of WandaVision? Well, you know, up to this point, it has been a very well intriguing. It's been a very good show, honestly. It's been really well done. Um, you know, I think everybody's gripes with the first two or three episodes and how it was just kind of very slow and chugging in pace. Because to be fair, you know, this is Marvel's real kind of turn and 
taken their movie properties and shrinking it more into a streamable service at this point. So nobody knew exactly how this was going to fare. And so far, I think they've done right now a fantastic job with this. Now, to, personally to me, I was more excited for Falcon and when and for Winter Soldier because I guess it's more in the lines of a Russo Brothers directing, even though that's not the case. It's a little bit more grounded versus something like WandaVision, although it was intriguing. Uh, probably in mine was never really the more active one, but um, you know, unfortunately everybody knows exactly what, what happens in the world, which end up switching those two. So Yeah, because Winter Soldier was the Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be first WandaVision was going to be the follow-up project, and you know now you have your initial, you know, lead-off batter now yes. batting second. Exactly. So yeah, for a while, the, uh, I'll admit the first episodes were a little bit slow in terms of so that's kind of getting, kind of getting our our feet back into the water when it comes to MCU content. But over the last episodes that they've shown, they've actually, uh, I think the writing has done a fantastic job in kind of using Wanda's clearly anguish and pain and to surround that in with the sitcom situations as is now being described if anybody has watched and maybe we apologize maybe we should say a spoiler warning before talking about this there will be spoilers uh, yeah <laughs> skip ahead yes some period of time yes and uh you know we'll uh, skip ahead to the 41 minutes point of the show and then uh we will uh get back to the regular non-spoilers conversation but yeah there, there'll be some spoilers talking about we'll try not overdo it on the spoilers but the details of wandavision yes yes so um yeah so i i think it was a very interesting way of how they're handling uh wanda's grief in the in in, in the series at the moment um yeah, I, I think everything is. I think the, the writing is really well done. I'm really enjoying how they're utilizing the characters in these interesting situations at most. Um, and I, I like how the sitcoms kind of give you those little tidbits of how Wanda's handling her pain through all of it. You know, going throughout the entire uh, episodes and situations. Um, I will admit, um, and again, you know, spoilers. Um, even though it was the current episode that was shown, I did feel like they're now introducing new questions very late into the game. Um, one of it is really in the idea that they really, we still really don't understand how magic is this is in the form in the MCU, even though they do show a bit of a background for a certain particular character uh, 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 was a particular character in the film. Um, that really doesn't do a great job of really understanding that part of the universe. So um, it's still a little bit fuzzy exactly how how these things kind of manifested, you know, for the characters that are involved. Mm -hmm. And so I, I to, to me, I feel like that's a bit uh, that that's a bit of a letdown on top of a series that still has a ton of questions that still need to be answered all within the season finale or for what rumors are being told maybe another secret episode that gets thrown in we don't know at this point but in turn but in terms of this I'm, I'm really enjoying the quality the quality is just top notch 
for what Disney. You definitely see that Disney is really throwing their money around in an episode like that. And from what I'm hearing, they're saying that the episodes are not really that expensive to film, even though, even though they look very movie quality ish at the moment. Yeah, the the quality has been outstanding. Um, it, it's not one hundred percent. I'd say up to the level of a theatrical release. No, but it's but it's not close. far off from it. No, you're right. Yes, yeah. it's not far off from it from the visual effects, um, mm. which they do minimize, particularly in the first several episodes. Yeah, um, there you know there, there's very limited uh, visual effects that needed to be added in. Which probably right. That's probably where the money, where like, because a lot of the episodes were very practical up yeah. to a certain point. Yeah. Reducing Paul Bentley's time in in costume, um, in makeup, you you definitely save save there. Um, I mean, I, you don't always necessary. Well, movies you don't always necessary film in order. TV shows you generally do. Or you you film an episode together, mm-hmm. so you're not going to go from you're not going to shoot a scene in episode one and then go to another scene in episode five to go back to a scene in episode three. You will yes. you will shoot a, a full episode at a time, but not necessary in order. So you may shoot episode five first then go back to episode two episode one um so I, yeah uh, uh, i apologize for to intrude but, uh, but yes basically what what you're saying to add to that sometimes in television as you were saying they'll probably sh- I, I i assume they shot probably the more heavy the more heavier handed episodes the ones that evolved the CGI and the costume changes and all that were probably the episodes that were shot first. And then probably episodes one or two were probably shot last only because they probably only considered only really evolved maybe a filter change on it and just a couple of costume design pieces and stuff like that. So in terms of the money that needed to be saved, but um, although I will admit even when, uh, when uh, Wanda another spoiler drives into westview and, and then they pan out on that westview shot it still looked like a lot yeah <laughs> it looked like a lot so i was like yeah that's not how new jersey looks but uh <laughs> well see it, we have the benefit of being from new jersey and we realize that there really isn't any towns or landscapes that i know of in new jersey like that particularly i think where they they claim westview is yeah. which would be in the warren county area mm-hmm because that's mostly all, more of it is like a farm type of area. Um, you get, Which would make a little sense in terms of like a small town area, but nothing that was... Not like that. No, no you, you know that was shot in a set in Georgia, but like... <laughs> that, that smacks of Georgia. It, it really... Yeah. Hence the big peach at the end of it. Yes, yes, yeah, so... Um, um, that, that's the important... Yeah, that, that, that's... You know, glad they're thinking of New Jersey again. You know, c- connecting Marvel to New Jersey yet yeah. again. Um, but uh, which I thought, and to intrude, like with his her hex, 
because again, you have to try to explain. Which and, and and I also have another theory too, and, and it would have to make sense hopefully in the season finale, because um, you you have to wonder how that maybe if, I thought if it was possible that the hex even stretched even further into New York, which would probably explain either the issues of 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 uh, you know what Spider Man will be going through um, in in his next outing later this year, but. Um, but uh, but but here here's an interesting question. Do you think uh, the season finale we would see, we'll see Doctor Strange uh, make a guest appearance in, in the season? That is one of the very strong prevailing um, considerations that it, Strange is going to show up in the last episode, which would make sense as in this is supposed to be a direct tie in in the, the perfect perfect world you know before the world real world uh 616 fell apart yeah the uh we would you know once this ended next week we would wait two weeks or so and be going walking in to see dr strange to the multiverse of madness and seeing now aptly named scarlet witch uh wanda in that movie and you know, whatever we did not get answered in WandaVision would just play right in. It just kind of, you'd hit the ground running. Yeah. So that would make sense. Some people were even claiming that possibly is the rabbit Doctor Strange that he's been manipulated to look like Presto the rabbit. Yeah, that's a... uh, I don't know. I don't know how how strong that theory would honestly be. No, it's again just a, a you know a lot of just fans guessing. I was for several of these episodes hoping that okay, this is the introduction to mutants. Some people are hoping Professor X shows up at the end of this. I, you know what? That's very fun that you mentioned that because even though I don't think. Uh, I think this is still the introduction to mutants. I think, again, because I think we did mention the idea that, you know, Wanda, you know, this could be a reverse House of M situation. Yeah, we were talking that separately. You weren't the only person saying the same thing to me. Yeah, because it seems like, because the great interesting was was Monica Rambeau's character. You know, they've already mentioned that her her molecules were already arranged in a DNA level where people are saying that Monica Rambeau is probably really, really one of the first mutants um, and, and to get her powers. Like, she didn't really get her powers through um, the same means that Captain Marvel got it. So, like, you, you could argue that Monica Rambeau is really a mutant at this point in, in, into this because of her rearranging different molecules and I also feel that once the hex is let down, uh, one could say that those people, because they've been in the hex, you also have to assume that their DNA molecules were also rearranged too. So once that hex comes down and all the people that were flooded into it, you have to believe that that being in a, a an altered reality that's kind of like the form of the Big Bang should have messed up their molecules and DNA to a bit that maybe they start forming abilities down the road. And again, they won't they won't come back to it until they're ready to truly bring in a Professor Xavier X to kind of explain the whole situation and stuff like that. 
So maybe again, this could be the formation of a lot of this happening, stuff like that. Yeah, that's quite possible. I mean, I'm I'm still on the fence of what's going on with Pietro Quicksilver. Um, at first, I was thinking, okay, yet again another lead into the X Men movies, and yeah. you know, we we got that Quicksilver and kind of rewriting things in a organic method mm-hmm. but then um the character who we did not mention who is the current ant- main antagonist um had a throwaway line about that in this last episode that kind of kind of hurt <laughs> me in my in my hopes um but and at the same time, it, it it did, they didn't kind of really do anything to fully say that this is not the case. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. What What do you feel about Pedro? Do you think Pedro could probably... Do you think Pedro is what, what, he, what he says he is? I, it, it, it's a little it's a little different because for a while, and again, we were talking... We were talking off brand for the longest period of time again because there were a lot of characters that weren't uh, that weren't really fully um, checked off the box. We knew that the Hardness character was, but we still had that Dottie was still one. Uh, we didn't know what's up with the bunny rabbit. We we also knew that the the mailman um, was a, it was another character that was very consistent throughout the the series. Um, and then you throw in a guy like Pedro, too, in, which I don't know if you remember in the last previous episode when they showed off the uh, this um, the, uh, the the one cut at the end of that episode where Monica Ramble was going in. And remember when um, Pedro said Snooper, uh, snoopers are going to snoop, uh, Monica Ramble's eyes did turn purple um, for a split second. Yeah. Same way her eyes, same way that Wanda's eyes were turned purple due to Agatha Harkness. So, um, again, there's a lot still up in the air. I think you kind of have to consider who's Pedro, who's really Pedro. And again, something that even Vision even mentioned uh, to Kat Denon's character, who's like, who's the imposter Pedro uh, walking around? So. Um, there, there's some very interesting. Again, a lot more. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to be intrigued in how they're going to uh, at least give some comfort to a lot of these questions within the next 45 minutes in the next, in the last what we assume to be the last episode of Wanda, the season finale of WandaVision until we move on to uh, to you know uh, Falcon and and, and Winter. Yeah, and for anyone who's wondering why we keep on saying possibly the the last episode, um, there's plenty of rumors out there across the interweb saying that even though Marvel's told us nine episodes, that there is a tenth episode that's being that's ready to be dropped. Um, you could look at it in how Disney's been wording some of the promotions. You could look at it that there's a gap week between WandaVision ending and Winter Soldier beginning. Or something that we're we're you know we're going to be talking more about uh, what Feige said, and Feige said that all of these Disney Plus shows run 
about six hours. At the end of the ninth episode of WandaVision, assuming it runs as long as episode eight, which is about that 45-minute mark, mm-hmm. you're only at five hours. You still have a whole nother hour in Feige's six-hour window that he said that they all seemed that's the sweet spot that they all seem to fall under now again truly completely speculation by the time this episode drops maybe we have more information maybe not so you know i'm sorry to intrude uh up to this point uh all this is we're up at at episode eight right yeah we're up to episode eight so, so um, together that was five hours. Yeah. Well, after okay. episode, uh, no. After episode, I calculated nine episodes. So, assuming episode nine is as long as episode eight. Okay. Because that 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 could be very possible. That could be very possible that they they may push uh, episode nine to be really long, almost so they can kind of just get everything in. Which I have to assume, because a lot of those questions have to be answered. It would just not make any sense of extending longer than they need to. Yeah, they're not doing in. They're not doing it in half an hour, and no. I don't even think tacking on an additional fifteen minutes. And the, it's not even half an hour. They're twenty-five, twenty-seven minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, to tack on to forty-five, forty-seven minutes, even an hour, I can't say. With everything that's been prop, uh, proposed for the the final battle, um, is that going to be enough? To my mind, an hour and a half. I, I could see him easily doing a ninety minute, uh, mm-hmm. if not a hundred minute episode, maybe hundred ten minute episode. Mm-hmm. You know, um, pushing that hour and a half to almost two hour window. It's a possibility. Um, which would give credence to everyone assuming that there's a 10th episode, being that episode 9's a jumbo package. Yeah, that, that could possibly be it. That could possibly be it. And, and still be able... Again, this is Disney+, Plus. they can do whatever they want. So that, that could be an easy possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something else I want to throw out there, with that being said, uh, most of WandaVision was done before for the shutdown mm-hmm. um and it was just mostly touch-up work which is why it came out first what point did marvel go okay this is coming out first doctor strange is not there's going to be a year gap not a three-week gap that we were anticipating do we do a few reshoots and tweak tweak a few things to put a little more closure into this and you know dig pull a few things out of doctor strange put it into wandavision Mm -hmm. so people aren't you know screaming at their tv for a year going wait a second you left us with this we want an answer i don't want to wait a year well, we do know that the multiverse, whatever happens in the in the season finale, the ramifications are going to be felt throughout the MCU. So that's going to, it's already mentioned that we're you know doctors because basically Doctor Strange is basically is technically the new Tony Stark. 
he's going to be in the center of everything pretty much. Uh, yeah. Moving forward with Spider-Man and then his own film, and then I don't know what he'll do and how he'll interact with the internals and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, he's going to be really he's going to be the main dude moving forward in terms of all of this and and, and how that works. So you know, even even if WandaVision doesn't really. I guess solve some of the situations. You can see some of those answers maybe like leaking into the Spider-Man film um, later, uh, later. Yeah, Eternals. I don't think is going to be as much of a player in that as maybe we're thinking because Eternals has been filmed, yes, and ready for launch for two years now. Probably. Yeah. So. I mean, he, Feige's got this stuff planned out for decades, so yeah. it, it, that that's kind of hard to say. But yeah, um, that's that's yeah. Internal. We were supposed to get to internals last year, November yes. of last year, mm-hmm. and that was done shooting nineteen. Yeah. A lot, a lot of them, a lot of these films are are, are basically already in the can. Um, you know, like half Shang- the stuff we're getting this year is as, as far as theatrical releases. Yeah. Um, out of the four the four theatricals, we're getting four theatricals this year. Um, uh, Black Widow, which, uh, that again, been done for over a year, yes. two years at this point. Uh, Shang Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. That just finished shooting, yep. or is in the process of finished shooting. No, no, I think it's already done shooting. Yeah, they they wrapped on that because they're, they're already working on Love and Thunder. They're already on and they're already on post production on that, so they they should be done. They should be ready to go. If anything, we should be by by law we should be getting a a, a trailer really soon for that. To, to uh, see. probably in May. Mm-hmm. No, we have to be before May. It has has to to be before May. May, So this would probably, the trailer has to drop in March. At least in March, April, May. This is what... It probably will be attached to either the behind the scenes or to Winter Soldier. Either Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier somehow. Yeah. Um, And then... uh, because you don't have any other major events coming up that you would you would drop a trailer with. No. Um, but either way, that just that's a recent finished shooting. Um, Eternals again finished for two years. That's been in the can, just waiting to be dropped. And then Spider Man, which that's in the process. Okay. They are actively shooting that now. Yeah. Um, in Georgia. In fact, we're recording this on Saturday. Right now, they're doing a uh, group extra scene for people around our age wearing business suits just south of Georgia for a large mob scene. Um, so we need to get in our car and drive quickly so we could show up in that. <laughs> that would be great. Um, yeah, so uh, that that's... Um, yeah, that's actively going on as we are recording this yes. on Saturday night. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that is the slate of movies for this year on top of the Disney Plus stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah, but so um, whew, to swing this back to WandaVision. Um, 
Yeah, I uh, I've been very pleased with the direction. I know everyone said that the first two to three episodes were were taffy, um, moved at the speed of molasses, and I I get it, I completely get it, especially the first you know first one out of the bat. Mm-hmm. And it's completely different than what we've seen Marvel doing. Um, the pacing is different because you're filling up nine episodes. So something two to three times longer than any of the movies. You know, you're filming a movie. You have to speed up the process of the storytelling. You have to condense things. And it goes at a completely different pace. This they could kick back and spend their time and and slowly give us information, which is what they did. And they're, it's a setup. They, they are setting up, you know, they give you the normal and set up the, the reality of things and then hit you with the heavy stuff further on. And that's what, that's what at the point we are now. And I, I said this to my wife. I said, if we didn't have episodes one and two, which people argued were the worst episodes of the series mm-hmm. because of their pacing, if yeah. we didn't have those, what we have just seen in these past two episodes would they have been, you know, had the same impact? No, I don't think so, too, because I... And that's I, what she said. Yeah. yeah yes. Uh, because I went back to watch episode two and, and figured out, okay, well, maybe there's something really interesting in terms of that, because, again, a lot of people were saying Dottie, and Dottie had a lot of the same, you know, you get with her, she, she rules everything, and, and she had this kind of this control, was this cult-like control where the people in the towns... Around Dottie would say for the children, which you know is a, a reference back into to certain the comic books between Wickham and Speed, and how those children were raised, and there were two kids and Mephisto and all that stuff. That's why a lot of people believe that Dottie could probably be the real player behind that in terms of the power and stuff like that. And which which I still believe that uh, uh, there's probably a second player even behind it that still hasn't really revealed itself. So. Um, I agree to that. Um, I, 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 I keep on hoping that AIM is going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know. I don't it, know what's the it, would, it logically would make sense, but if it doesn't happen, it, it doesn't happen. But it's just like, okay, we're building super uh, scientific weapons here. That, that's AIM. The hexagons in the scientific weapons is yeah. AIM. <laughs> Yeah, but you again. You also have to uh, remember again this uh, like aim again. Maybe that that idea was replaced with sword now. Sword is probably the aim of the of what aim should have been in the MCU. Again, I could be wrong about that. Again, I totally could be wrong about that. that that's the possibility. And I was I was thinking that too. But then you're you're rehashing the um, shield Hydra scenario. That could be it. Very possible. Um, so that that's why well, I'm hoping that's not the case. Doesn't yeah. mean it, it isn't the case. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly with how uh, Commander Hayward has been acting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's kind of off-putting. But it just could be just a matter of a power struggle at this point, and not even you know that they're actually bad guys. It's just their point of view, like uh, Thunderbolt Ross's point of view to, towards Hulk. Mm-hmm. You know, Thunderbolt Ross is he really a bad guy? No, he just 
is, you know, got it's a wrong opinion. Huh? All about pers- uh, perspective. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, they're 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 I think doing a really good job. Um, lots of Easter eggs, lots and lots of Easter eggs. Like uh, just even just thinking about recently, one of the more past couple one or two episodes, the bed sheets that Wanda was in. Yes, that's good. Were the, the pattern on it? Yep. Was yeah. uh, we're hex yeah we're we're hexagons yeah we're hexagons and, and every and they 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 threw a lot of those things out there. Um, every time when the episode ended, it ended in a hexagon, not in the traditional circle. So mm-hmm. everything was a hex uh, uh, symbols through 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 everything. Through there were little ideas of the hexes and stuff like that, which is. Vision uh, himself. Yes. Inside is inside hex- the honeycomb hexagon pattern. Yes. So it, it's because it's it, getting it, everyone thinking. I was walking through my um the school that I work at the other day and there one of the billboards that was up was for the math program. Mm-hmm. For the uh, the math club. Yeah. And coincidentally enough, is all in hexagons. I'm like, wait a second. It's all connected. Well, you know, you have to remember in nature um, hexagons is considered to be one of the more stronger shapes in mm-hmm. nature. So uh, that's fun fact. <laughs> this is why I don't we know keep you on. But that's gotta be it. This is why we keep you on. Yeah. Um, no, so good. yeah, it, it's. Uh, I, I'm at the edge of my seat. I want to find out what's going on, but at the same time, I'm I'm saddened to think that we. We only have. We're, we're right at the end there. Uh, again, I, no. It, it, it's been good. It's been entertaining. It's been good. Um, I'm just afraid with what this second episode, what the, the second to last episode of the season. I feel like will will it be satisfied? Will they be able to answer all the questions? On was was a vision? Is vision really real? Is the kids really real? What's going to happen? With There's a lot of questions that have to be answered within 45 minutes, and that's where I'm a little bit worried about that. Again, again, this is again, this is MCU's first um, foray into television programming with their property. So I am a bit concerned about that. Uh, if they're going to be able to wrap up all the loose ends before the season finale, it's or it's sort of, um, um, satisfying. I don't even think, and I, I honestly don't think they're going to answer all the questions. But it no. comes down to: do they answer enough questions? No. Yeah. No. I think. Well, do they answer the important ones within right. the WandaVision series? And then the other ones can be kind of sprouted out, depending. Um, uh, and build yeah. a good enough bridge to just hold us for a year. Yes. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I got that. So, um, yeah, I think there's been a, a lot of interesting things. Um, I've liked the direction of it. And uh, I've liked the characters that they brought in. You know, just random little characters from the MCU. Um, yeah. Who's, who's uh, Darcy the, and Wu. Darcy and Wu, yes. Monica. You know, these... We've seen all these characters before. 
and in different parts of the 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 Marvel universe, and now the conversion here at this point, mm-hmm. and it just it's like you know before you always look forward to seeing Coulson, but he was like he was that was it. You got Fury or Coulson mm-hmm. or both that kind of dragged us along. Then you added in Hill, okay, so you you had these little extra characters, but now we got all these other just like buddy characters that are just. You know they're they're not they're not the superheroes, but you you just love seeing oh wait that's guy from Ant Man too Ant Man the Wasp oh he's so fun like watching it no look he's doing his magic tricks now he's been practicing yeah <laughs> so yeah um I, I those the again that's just the little things that I think makes Marvel special yes the, the stuff that the MCU is doing it's just you know you. Even though they're like secondary characters, you, you still have a rapport with them. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. So let's uh, let's jump off of there and go to uh, see what Feige had to say. Unless if you have anything more about Wanda that you want to bring up. Uh, no, I'm pretty good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So Feige was talking about... And we we mentioned that all these shows are running about six hours. He doesn't know the future of any of the shows beyond their first seasons. But he said some, their plan is to have some with multiple seasons. People are wondering if WandaVision is getting a second season. Um, how I looked at it when these were announced, and, and you know, I want to know if you had a, a similar thought or if your thoughts are different. Um, shows like WandaVision, uh, Loki, and Falcon and Winter Soldier were, were sh- limited editions, basically. Uh, basically, the, the we're getting the one run of it, and that's it. All these new character ones that they were talking about, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, uh, even What If, uh, what were some of the other ones that Moon- they... Moon- hmm? Uh, Moon Knight was. Oh, yep, yeah, Moon Knight. Thank you. Um, those are the ones that are, I feel, more likely to get multiple seasons because they are really their own entity. I I agree to that. I I I, I totally agree to that. Um, yeah, uh, there's really nothing more I can add to the. You know, like like I think I think uh, WandaVision up to Loki, and then uh, Falcon and Winter are just one-offs. And then, and, and it would make sense to see, like a show like Miss Marvel makes a lot more sense uh, to to know more about her character because it's more of her, it's you know teen angst with the ability of superhero powers, and that you can see her being a young superhero growing up and learning her ways and p- p- uh, being a Pakistani and living in New Jersey, um, going with t- uh, t- Tatiana Melancy's character and She-Hulk, totally. You could also see the same thing of her, um, almost like an Ally McBeal, the Ally McBeal of the MCU. <laughs> yeah. With superhero powers and how she lives her life, being the inc- basically being She-Hulk 95% of the time, which is still going to be very interesting how they're going to pull that one off. Uh, but maybe her character at times can. Did, was her didn't didn't she have control of her ability to go back and forth or? Uh, may, or... I, 
I thought she did. I thought she did. I didn't follow She-Hulk all that closely, but from my understanding, yes. Like, it's one of those weird things. Like, the um, the male version, Hulk himself, really does not, you know, is the lack of control. You get him angry, boom, there he is. Oh, here comes the Hulk again. Um, where the female version, or She-Hulk in this case, had a lot more control over the the hulkness yes um didn't lose the temper didn't lose control as much um had you know was more in a a, a say a place a zen place mm-hmm. if that makes sense of uh the control of the abilities um more harmonious i think that's a better word harmonious um with uh the abilities of you know the, the human side and the hulk side i I want to say yes, but uh, don't quote me on that. And let me. I, I feel me... like this was her character that can get away with again another situation where it's it's probably not going to be expensive in terms of a CG element. Um, even even if the cartoon, even in the comic book, that wasn't the case. I feel like with the MCU, they can get away with her being able to control that. Whereas. Uh, uh, the while you know, said Bruce Banner can't now. We have to also remember that uh, Mark Ruffalo's character, Bruce, is the kind of the Mister Fixit. He's in the Mister Fixit mode at the moment, so we're basically be seeing a lot of him in that position. So I could definitely see a couple episodes where there's going to be a lot of CGI and stuff like that, where Mark Ruffalo is kind of into um, playing around with uh, Tatiana Malenzi in that form situation at the moment. Yeah, according to um, the Marvel files of this from the Avenger Ultimate Character Guidebook released by DK Press, um, lawyer Jennifer Walters uh, was shot. Her cousin Bruce Banner saved her life with a transfusion from his own gamma irritated mm-hmm. blood. Uh, Jennifer soon began to transform into female Hulk, uh, or the She Hulk. Unlike her cousin, Jennifer remains intelligent in her Hulk form. She has been a part of the Fantastic Four Avengers, uh, still works as a lawyer. So, I mean, she does get a Hulk-like rage. Yeah, and yeah, but uh, but but I th- I think anywho, I think just kind of going back to the the television part of that. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I totally would sit down and agree with that in terms of certain episodes and, and shortages and stuff like that. Um, what they're they're going to end up doing in terms of that. Um, yeah, and I, I think as far as um, Hulk character, particularly with the the physique of She Hulk, you could kind of go back to the the old Hulk TV show. And just more applied body makeup, and maybe some prosthetics, mm-hmm. and still pull off a acceptable She-Hulk appearance, yeah. and not having to do a, a CGI mapped body over a, a um, motion capture suit, just like they do with Vision. I, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like CGI might be a lot more cheaper than prosthetics at this point? Because I feel like, like at that point, it's just you being in a mocap suit 
and then the digital the digital paint the digital artist just throws on the skin and that and then you know with touches versus the actor being in there for six to four hours a day you know um, and then shooting and then have to take that all off and then just do that all, all over again and one has to believe that going the CGI route might be the, actually the more cheaper option. That's possible, but um, just like I said, though, with the vision that they want with the the prosthetics and, prosthetic. and makeup versus, uh, and depending on what you're filming, like if she's lawyer form, she's going to be you know long sleeved. You're you just got gloves at that point and face makeup you you're not doing anything with the rest of the body yeah so depending on how they costume her um yeah uh but i i get your point otherwise the the makeup process is an extensive extensive process you know you got secondary people working on it either way you got either the makeup artist or you have the um effects department yep which you're hiring anyway mm-hmm. um, in both cases um yeah no that is a good question um personally i think either one's completely acceptable of course yes yeah. um and i i you know i i i like tatiana i i really enjoyed her in uh orphan black so i really really am looking forward to seeing what she has to bring to this character uh in in Again, I think much like WandaVision, this is going to be a slightly different type of show. It's not going to be the the a, the constant battle bashing things that people co- have come to expect from superhero stuff. We're going to get somewhat of a slower-paced, intelligent character at times. I, I, I think, like you said, I think this is this is DC's... Uh, I apologize again. Blasphemy. Uh, this is Marvel's version of <laughs> this is Marvel's version of all of these sitcom shows that they wanted to sit down and play around with um, in, in 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 the in the frame. Because I know a lot of issues with what fans have. Can Marvel uh, Marvel for the longest period of time feels so very formulaic, like they found mm-hmm. uh, formulaic, but not willing to spread out the wings to take a bit of risk. So I feel like with the Disney Plus shows, that kind of allows them that opportunity to kind of test around the different waters a little bit that probably wouldn't do on the, on the big screen. Well, and not such, not less limited to Marvel, but just the, the superhero genre in general kind of has... Um, it's evolved. It's very evolved. It's evolved, but... It, it, you kind of everyone's expecting okay you introduce the character you get the origin story you find a bad guy who's got a similar origin story they battle the hero loses redeems himself battles again a hero wins and usually ends up killing the bad guy so yeah that's kind of what everyone's been expecting and now like I said, with WandaVision, you you have nine episodes to fill up, or as Faggy's saying, you got six hours of stuff to to be able to tell these stories that they used to only have two and a half hours to tell. And you can change that pacing up and do so much more with it, um, and especially if you're talking about 
a show that you're predicting is going to have more than one season, you kind of could spread things out a little more, mm-hmm. uh, like they did in the, the the Netflix series with Daredevil and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones uh, and Luke Cage. Uh, the Punisher. Small extent to the Punisher, but uh, where you you got to know the characters more. Um, like the Daredevil's character, you you, you got to know more. You, Jessica Jones, you understood her pains a little more mm-hmm. because you had so much more time with that character, and you weren't rushed from action scene to action scene to try to fill in the threads of story between there. Yeah. Speaking of that, and actually, that's actually a pretty good segue. Speaking Thank you. Of- then we're going to bounce into that. Um, let's actually talk a little bit about Feige and and about uh, because he does he was mentioned about you know about the Jeff Loeb run of television shows that would include uh, Agents of Shield and and the Netflix shows that like Jessica Jones like the ones you just mentioned Jones Luke Cage Punisher Daredevil and Iron, and Iron Fist and now everybody knows that um, that these both I think just recently now Punisher and, and Jessica Jones finally would have returned hands back into Marvel and. Um, I, I just kind of want to mention a quick quote, quote because he was he, he was pushed back on that notion a little bit. And I just want to read this out. And he says, and, and this is what Feige said. At, at, yes, please. Uh, he said, I think there are le- – and he's talking about – this is basically talking about um, what he liked about in terms of uh, agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and fans uh, and how they'll handle his characters. He said, I think there's legions of agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans, Daredevil fans, Jessica Jones fans, or Cage fans – with, uh, disagree with you in terms of success or not. Um, they're a very big fan base for those shows. Um, and basically, you know, he also goes into say he's not going to really put too much of a timetable and how they're going to, what it means in terms of incorporating these Netflix heroes into the MC, M- MCU, where he goes, of course, again, I'm not exactly sure of their contracts, but perhaps someday, uh, Feige said that he acts with the Riveting characters and such. So, um, you know, it is what it is at the moment. Uh, um, So we'll take a break right here and pick up this episode or this story next episode next week. In the meantime, join in the conversation on facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast, our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast, on Instagram at Disney Marvel's Podcast, and on Twitter at Disney Marvel's. Let us know what you think of everything that's going on in the Marvel Universe, or in the Disney Universe. Anything is free conversation. It's as long as it keep it family-friendly. You can also email the show with your answers or suggestions to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app and or website. Or you can send us a voice message from your mobile device to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. Make sure to check out the Disney Marvel blog at uh, DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. That's DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. 
Links to everything I mentioned are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days and how crazy everything is. The fact that you've spent some of that with me really means a lot. I, I really, really do appreciate it. And there's no way for me to verbally express how, how much this means to me. I just ask, tell people. Tell people about this show. Let them all know how much you're enjoying it. And the more people we get in the Disney family, the Disney Marvel family, the better. A lot of discussions going on. You know, it's not just limited to Disney or Marvel, Star Wars, Muppets, Disney Afternoon, some of the music and ESPN. We, we talk about it all. It's all fair game, like I say at the beginning. So let them know about the show. Go into iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating. This also helps people find out about the show. Uh, Apple will do their part in telling people about the show. We have all five-star reviews at the moment. Again, truly blessed. I get, I'm over the moon. I would never expect that. And the fact that you know, all of our ratings are five stars. It's just... Leaves me speechless. Leaves me speechless. So, thank you so much. Keep it going. Keep it going. Go on there. Takes two minutes. Go on. Leave a quick five-star review. And that's it. You don't have to write anything. If you write something, it's even better. I'll read it on, on the air. So thank you so much. While you're at it, don't forget to become a subscriber to the show. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. And while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out, keep the lights on, and let us be able to do some additional stuff. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. Or find our Patreon page. And also don't forget to visit the Disney Marvel shop on TeePublic where you can get some cool creations that we've done on uh, of different shirts and stuff. Shirts, masks, all different sorts of fun things. So make sure to do that. Links to all those also in the show notes. And whatever you're facing out there, no matter how dark, how difficult things may seem, how overwhelming life seems to be presenting itself to you, don't give up. Don't ever give up on yourself. Don't ever think that you are not worth it, that you aren't someone worth fighting for, and that you don't make a difference in someone else's life, because I promise you, you do. You mean something more to another person than you may ever know. And you may not even know this person. But you are someone worth fighting for. You are someone that's just worth living for. Never give up on yourself. There's a light inside of you. Embrace it. Let it shine for the world to see. Never give up. Never give in. And be your own hero. Now, I'd like to end today's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. You'll be a poor person all your life if you don't know some of the great stories and the great poems. But the actual world of nature and human nature is where you will live and work with your neighbors and your competitors. So keep your eyes open. Again, that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.